0: Welcome to Cruxcast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on CruxInvestor.com. So please subscribe. Here today with Ross McElroy. He's the president and COO of Fission. Uh, You're also involved with Fission 3.0. But today we're talking fission. Right. Fantastic. Kick off with a one-minute overview for people new to the story of fission, please.
1: Okay. So fission, uranium. uh, We're Obviously, in the name, we're a uranium company. We're focused in Canada's Athabasca Basin. It's a one project company. So mm-hmm. we are all about the PLS project in the southwest side of the basin. Mm-hmm. We have a, uh, a fairly large um, uh, and high grade deposit uh, that we discovered back in 2012. We've been able to, through drilling over the years, expand it to about 135 million pounds. Um, most of the majority of that is indicated. And that's allowed us to advance the project through to um, a pre-feasibility study, which we recently completed. So we're a, a project, you know, on the pathway through something to hopefully production somewhere down the road.
0: Fantastic. Thanks for that. So you're on the pathway, like a lot of uranium companies. Yeah. It's a bit of a roadblock happening at the moment well, in the market. People yeah. sitting around waiting to find out what Mr. Trump and the 90 Day Working Committee are going to do. Do. Right. So, whilst you're waiting and there's inertia in the marketplace, what are you doing as a business? I mean, so beginning of the year, I guess, high hopes. Yeah. This could be the year. Yeah. Hasn't kind of worked out that way yet. Uh, so, what are you having to do? How are you adjusting the way that you thought you'd have to behave and how you're actually having to react now?
1: Yeah, i suppose i mean I, I guess we're always optimistic we know that the uh, you know the uranium story is really a matter of, of when it, it is not a question of if we're we're all pretty sure of that mm-hmm. uh, you know for the last several years nobody's been able to uh, to peg that uh, that that real turnaround we, yeah. we believe it's coming so we've always had the mentality that you know we're still progressing the project moving it forward going through the steps i mean we're we're a story that wouldn't be in production anyways until 2026, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of room yet for things that we have to do ahead of time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyways, um, including you know building up the economics, uh, getting the the permitting and regulatory side in mm. order, so that we are a ready story once the, the market turns you know turns and, and hopefully we'll be at the position where this project's ready to go you know, at that right time. But, um, you know, we've been very, very careful in the last couple of years. We've uh, reduced our spending um, on on the project as far as uh, on the exploration front Mm -hmm. and really just focusing on the guts of it. And that's a triple R deposit. That's what we've been moving uh, forward to. And, and, you know, we're, we watch our spending in this environment.
0: Okay. So let's talk about some of those things. A few things you mentioned there. pre-feasibility study right. has been done. So you spent some money on that. Yes. So why don't we talk about that and then we'll come back to them some, some sure. of the other things.
1: Okay. So um, this year we've actually completed two pre-feasibility studies yeah. because the first time we looked at this project, uh, the first way was as an open pit mm-hmm. and then evolving into an underground operation. And the reason that we would is because it's near-surface and generally if you have a, a near-surface high-grade deposit or even low-grade for that matter, uh, an open pit is generally the way to go. Um, for us, the challenge uh, would be that you're you're in an environment where there is lakes around there, so we would have to build a berm wall. Um, certainly, technically viable, but it's expensive. What so is the, what is that? It, it's it's a because an open pit, you you need to hold back the lake so it doesn't flood your uh, mm-hmm. flood your operation. So we'd have to build a, a curtain basically a berm curtain around the working of, of the of the open pit mine. Right, And that's how we based our um, our first pre-feasibility study and it came back quite positive but with a with a capex that was fairly high at about 1.5 billion dollars. Right. And so this uh, spurred us to look at other options you know what what might be a better way to go would be as an underground mine where we could avoid all the earthworks involved and still Access the ore, and, you know, look at it. Look at it that way. So right. that was really what the pre-feasibility was done in the last half of this year. Right. We just completed it. Just filed the uh, the report on Cedar, and you know, I'd say that the the main takeaways is that it really has substantially reduced the the capex uh, that's required to bring this project forward. We still um, are would be a very low cost operator, and um, you know, so that, that and. Because the footprint was is much smaller, uh, was just you know putting a portal in rather than, than excavating, uh, you know the. So
0: t- t- tell, us, tell us about some of those numbers. Yeah. So it's, it was 1.5 billion. That's right. So now, now what is now it? Now
1: we're looking at around 1. Point, just under 1.2 billion. So you're with you're saving around 300 million dollars in cap. Right. And that's, okay. that's quite substantial.
0: It is, it is substantial, but it's still quite a big number. Oh, it right?
1: is still a big number.
0: Okay. So and those conversations are being, I guess, being had all the time in terms of how would you go about financing this?
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. Now, I think that, you know, for us, we're backed, uh, you know, first of all, by, by a major utility, and that's uh, one of the Chinese mm-hmm. uh, utilities, a state-owned enterprise, uh, CGN. Mm-hmm. So it's CGN Mining that has a 20% interest in our company. They invested in us in 2016, mm-hmm. so four years ago almost, um, and and we also have an offtake agreement with them. So you know they might they would obviously be a, you know a pretty big uh, strategic you know back end. I think that would help us through. At some point, you know we we hope to bring in other strategic partners. Right. Probably, um, you know we'll see, see how we go. We're still a long way yet before we need that substantial capital. But mm-hmm. obviously, you're right, we need to be. You know, considering it, but I think that uh, strategics would be an important part. of So that.
0: they would follow their money. You'd look for them to come in at asset level, presumably, rather than top well, co. Is that? I mean, have you had those sorts of levels of detail? I know it's a far out, but
1: yeah, we you've we got to start. We're starting. You know, yeah. we're starting to look at that, and, and there, You know, and hopefully we could bring in a major mining company as well. Right. Uh, you know, one of you know, there's, the list is not that long on on who those majors are in this business, but. Um, You know, I'd say between that and having CGN as as a backer, I think it's just important to bring in other big players Mm. into this type of project because this is a big project.
0: It it, it, it absolutely is a a big project. As you say, it's relatively shallow compared to some. So the economics should be good. So what are the other numbers that you've that have come out of the process. Right, so
1: I think that the, uh, what we've seen in both the the prefeasibilities, both the open pit and the underground, very low cost operators, so uh, in the case of the prefeasibility that we just completed underground, hmm. we're just uh, over $7 US a pound uh, U-308, which is very, very good, I mean that's as low as anybody out there, so mm-hmm. it's, um, I think that that's one of the measures. Uh, in there that and between the the savings in, in the capex, the other numbers are you know very positive IRR and uh, and NPV so you know we're looking at uh, a, a very robust project mm.
0: yeah, so but but they this wouldn't go into production for another what five years right I that mean, sort of number yeah, we'd Maybe be longer. looking
1: at 2026 before this would be. Uh, a project that would go into production.
0: Right. So let's look at some of the other numbers here. At the moment, share price has gone from 60 to, say, 30 Yeah. Uh, at the moment. So like a lot of other Uranium uh, players, because of uncertainty in the market, but that's obviously had an impact on your market cap. You've been burning through cash. You've got some cash left, but you're going to have to go out to market sometimes. And I think the market knows that, you know that. So, yeah. You know, is that you think that's you're not getting fair value because of that, or because of what's happening with the uranium price? Uh,
1: probably both. Right. You know, I, I think that certainly the the malaise in the uranium sector overall is, uh, you know, have has had a great dampening effect on on the the share price. Yeah. Um, people realize that we, you know, we obviously we'll need capital to go forward, um, but we're we're. Uh, you know, cutting costs everywhere that we can. Uh, you know, there's some substantial reductions we're, we're doing internally to make sure that our runway is substantial. You know, as long as we can.
0: What are you cutting? Uh, What's
1: case? Well, G&A. Uh, we're cutting substantially. We're you know. What was
0: I from what to what? I mean, have you got targets you've set yourselves? How do you go about doing something like that?
1: Yeah. Well, we're we're kind of doing internal reviews right now as right. we speak. So. You know, it'd be a little unfair to quite say what the numbers are, but they're substantial. You so tell us in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good.
0: Okay, so, but you you're, you are setting yourselves targets. You understand the need to cut. Absolutely. Your, uh, that's you not, know, not the, lost the, on you.
1: No, it's not lost on us. And what we really want to see is that we have... Uh, a pretty good runway for the next year, year and a half. You know, right. that, that's really what we want to uh, see ourselves. And do you leave from the
0: front? I mean, we're taking salary cuts. We take. Mm-hmm. Are you changing the way you remunerate yourselves? I mean, are you looking at all yeah, of the we're, above? Yeah, we're,
1: we're looking at everything. That's right. right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So pretty m- holistic view of, of of the whole thing. We're we're really hunkering down. Yeah. And yet we still want to be able to advance the project and keep it going. So um, right now we're uh, maybe preempt that, that question is, is that we're, we're into the, the permitting stage too right now. We're, we'll be submitting what we call a project description. Uh, it's a technical um, term that, that that allows us to basically open the books with the with the regulators, the CNSC. Right. Um, that'll be submitted in the first <coughs> quarter of 2020 uh, and completing our baseline environmental work and community relations stuff because we know that ultimately Twelve to fourteen months out from where we 're at right now we'll be under in, an environmental impact uh, right. study
0: okay so that, that, that kind of interests me and I do want to come back to share price because if you're going to raise money, your share price is half of what it was at the beginning of the year it 's more expensive for you right. now than it perhaps would have been at the beginning of the year that's that's yeah. obvious oh. right um, but we'll come back to that so with, with regards to you said we have Cut back on expiration, We're focusing on the core asset, Triple right. R, and we're PLS. As you call it. We're moving that forward, and anything associated with that, we are going to move forward. Have you kind of reduced the speed at which you're going to move forward, or the amount of money you spend on moving that forward? I mean, how how does how does the board think about managing its limited resources right. when there's currently no end in sight? We, and I do appreciate it, it's a, it's a when not if scenario, yeah. but yeah. even so, you don't know when the when is. No yeah. one does. Yeah. Uh, so how, how do you manage your spend time focus on, on the triple you know,
1: R? Well, a, a lot of the costs are, are, you know, a lot of the work we're doing right now are not uh, really high cost. They're, right. they're, they're more time sensitive than they are cost. And okay. that would be the, the permitting, for example, right now. It's, it's not a big ticket item, but, yep. but it takes, you know that takes a, a period of about 12, 12 months to mm. you know get us ready for the EIS uh, mm. portion of it. So it's more time related. So mm. we we work on on submitting that as I say in, in the first quarter of the year. We would like to uh, embark on our um, feasibility studies, which is the next level of engineering right. study. Um, you but know we're we're not quite. Do you do
0: there. that? Do you do that? Because there's a cost there. There's a real cost to that. Well, the, there is a
1: cost there. You know, it, I mean, it'll take us uh, probably about you know somewhere in the order of five to six million dollars to yep. uh, you know in order to advance that study. So so do you
0: hold that back? I guess the question is, well, do you hold that back a bit until yes, you got a bit more certainty?
1: Yeah, we obviously we, we need to have have some some a bit more money in the in the treasury to, to go uh, forward on that. So
0: right, you know, okay. we're,
1: we're we're conscious of that and. Uh, you know that, that that's the reality that we're under, but I think we we do have some pretty good interest in you know, yeah. We'll, we'll do what's right for the for the project and for the shareholders.
0: And presumably, there's there's not is there much happening on the ground at the moment because like, again no. you, you employ people, right? Right. And are they on a kind of contract basis? Can you turn the on, turn the top on and off? As is
1: a, it? Yeah. As a matter of fact, they are. Most people are on a contract basis in the field. There's really nothing going on there right mm. now. It's um, you're also between a between seasons, you know, yeah. we may have some drilling uh, in, in the winter coming up, which of course would be dependent on, on, uh, you know, some financing that that we might be able to secure in, in the meantime. Right. But, um, but right now there really aren't a lot of costs going, going out the door there. The, the camp is in a, you know, I mean, care and maintenance, I guess you could say right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Meanwhile, but the other work, the community work, the, the, the Permitting and regulatory work that's ongoing, that's a necessary part of the equation to, to keep this thing. You're going. obliged to do those things, well, though, right? You're, you're obliged, but it also keeps us on track with the, with the timelines that, that, that I've given you uh, already. That's what's necessary to see this thing ultimately as a producer in 2026. These are steps that we have to be taking right now,
0: so that there are there's some red lines where you say, and oh, we're not going to cross. We're not going to hold back co- spending on those things because we want to hit that 2026 exactly. time. We want to be known as a company that is going to do that. Exactly. Okay. So let's come back to the money then. Yeah. So between now and then you're going to need some capital. So there's yeah. two ways of doing it. Usually get it all while you can, yeah. whatever the cost, or do you, do you take it in increments? What's the board decided to well, do?
1: Well, we're, we're looking at, at the whole thing to, to be honest, but, um, I think for us, what looks to be of interest is, is uh, probably bringing in a strategic uh, in there rather than just you know we're very careful okay. to be too dilutive right now in this price market. We don't want to do that.
0: What's that mean, a strategic? Because you've got a strategic in there we right now. We do have now. a strategic, yeah.
1: so and there are others that are that are interested. So right. you know that that would be something where they could earn it an interest for. You know, uh, for an investment. We'll okay,
0: say. and what level do they come at? You don't, you don't want to be dilutory, or you well, may have to be. Well, I mean, you, how do yeah. you do it?
1: You want, well, you want to be pretty careful, so we're, we're looking at, at options. You know, there's not a whole lot I can tell you right now on that mm. front, except that we are, you know, I think we're, we're advancing, you know, in, the, in this level. So You've
0: got some options on the table, having some discussions. No. Another thing you're going to tell me in the new year, maybe
1: well well it will I mean this, this is this is the, the time period that yep. we're at so we know what the work ahead of us is yeah um, we do have interest on this project you know this is one of the the best uh, projects out there I, in my mind you know uh, by far one of the best in the Athabasca basin I
0: think a lot of people would agree yep. with you yep. about the quality of the asset what I'm trying to get at is a sense of What's the management doing right now? Because it's
1: tough. It's, it's
0: tough, right? Yeah. It's no, no one's spending this easy. It's a balancing act. It's a balance. How do you manage the money? How do you focus on what you do? Yeah. How do you keep the, the ball rolling? Yeah. Um, to be able to deliver against whatever expectations yeah. the market has. Yeah. So I, I, I get it. It's real tough, but. The decisions are made by the board and I'm trying to get a sense
1: yeah.
0: of, from you what the board is talking about, what's keeping them awake at night, that usual well, question. Well, the board you know. wants us,
1: you know, management wants it, the board wants it. I think we're all aligned in the same way. We want to make sure that uh, that we're viable a year out, you know, a year and mm. a half out. And so we're really controlling the spend, watching G&A uh, and cutting back where we can so that we do have that that, uh, that right. time ahead of us,
0: right? So, so it must be frustrating having to talk about. Well, it must be frustrating. Full stop. With the market doing what yeah. it's doing, right? Because that's out of your control.
1: Yeah,
0: you ain't, get, you ain't got a say in that, really. Um, but what you can do is react to it. And I think you're have some yeah. clues as to yeah. what you're doing. So that's, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, that's that said. When it, just on the just finish off on the money thing. Right. It's expensive right. to raise money at the moment. With the share price half of what it was at the beginning of the Correct. year. Correct. Yeah, so that's that can't be a good feeling.
1: Well, it, yeah, of course, it, of course not. And we're uh, we're not prepared to to go uh, too heavily in, into uh, you know a, an equity type uh, investment. You know, at that thirty cents. Yeah. You know, that,
0: no one wants to do that. No, no one wants yeah. to do that. No. Okay, but yeah, yeah, you, you, you got to play the hand you're dealt, right? So I right. Do. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So so why don't we get into um, some of the project itself. Again, for okay. probably for people new to this, because there will be people new to this, uh, yeah. certainly from our followers and subscribers. So tell us a bit about this asset, which people do think is quite a good asset.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, what makes this really unique is that we're outside of the Athabasca Basin margin. Mm. We're in the Southwest side. So uh, it's it's pretty virgin territory. You know, when we made our discovery back in 2012, we were really the first deposit of any size or merit to to have uh, a, a discovery like that. And so um, I think what's key here is we're all in Basement Rock, we're outside of the Athabasca Basin, so we don't have the problem with what they normally think of as unconformity. Mm-hmm. So you don't have the uh, the water problems that you would have at, a, at the unconformity contact. That would mm-hmm. be the Cigar Lake um MacArthur River deposits. This is strictly a basement hosted mm-hmm. deposit and being near surface is what really gives us an advantage over everybody else. So you're, you're large, you're high grade, near surface uh, and in an area that wants development. So I'd say the, the other important aspect here too, I think we've already shown geologically, we're showing it with economics, um, the, the regulation side, the, the, the permitting is, is taken care of and I think the next step that we have to bring the project forward is the community level, First Nations mm-hmm. and communities. So that's another area that we're actively working on all the time yeah. because they have as much input as whether a project goes forward or not as any uh, regulatory body.
0: That's no, interesting. I when you were talking about cutbacks, that was not one of the things you were cutting back on.
1: But again, it's more—it's more, right. uh, more relationship. It's discussions and updates. Right. It's not okay. really—it's not a money issue at this point. It probably is down the road when you sign impact benefit agreements. But what you need to do is spend the time, the effort, mm. meeting with the uh, the communities, with all the local heads, getting okay. them on board, letting them understand what the project's all about, what the potential spinoffs are. So yeah. that's. It's an effort of time more than, than money as well.
0: Interesting, interesting. So the tell us a bit about the project because again, you've, you've talked about the new yeah. PFS. Yeah. You were going to be open pit. Now you've potentially saved some money. Yeah. Going on, going underground. Correct. Is that is that regular underground or is that is it automated or autonomous in any way? Because that seems to be quite topical yeah. at the moment.
1: No. Yeah. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be autonomous. It would be it would be regular conventional underground mining. So, um, uh, you know, in, in our case, what we would have to do, because we're near the uh, the, the top of the mm. overburden and mm. beneath Patterson Lake itself, mm. we have about a, a 50 meter spread of, of overburden, and then you get into the, into the mineralization. So we would put in freeze pipes, yep. that you'd install freeze pipes, so you, you keep yourself an ice block layer. Right. That, that's the interface between the overburden and, and the bedrock, okay. and that allows you to do underground mining there okay. but you'd still be uh, long hole stoping you know conventional uh, underground advancement and uh, you know this and and as we've demonstrated in the PFS still very very low cost
0: right and, uh, and that's interesting so it's just conventional there's no, there's no nothing new going on here you know I'm reinventing new. the wheel regular money and you're still achieving exactly. those sort of low level uh, costs yeah interesting yeah okay. so
1: yeah no precedent setting uh, Mining and you know I find that pretty comforting to know that you know it's tried and true methods for mining uranium in, in the in the basin yeah. with the advantage being uh, de-risking because of the shallowness nature. Yeah. You know the deeper deposits are the the more challenging they become. The I guess you could the increase in in the risk level of you know, yeah. development. So.
0: So, okay. and, and, and just on the market briefly, because yep. there's obviously there's a lot of players. You have know, got the, the the Canadian guys, right? Yeah. You guys high grade, and the Kazakhs high grade. Is great. Africa got a few interesting stories going there, but it's pretty low grade. It's yeah. Bulk, some pretty big numbers involved were required there too, and the, the costs right. are very different profiles from yours. Aussies, similar, maybe a little bit higher. Yeah, you know. You know, who do you, who do you think the best of the rest are? If, if you're not inside the um, Athabasca Basin or Saskatchewan, where what, what where are you? You're looking? either
1: you're either in Kazakhstan or you're in you're in Canada. Those, right. are the, those are the you know. After that, it's it's a whole nother level down. You know, to be honest, the cost uh, curve just goes up so much higher for almost everybody else. So the lowest cost producers, obviously, the Kazakhs with mm. you know the large. Uh, In situ leach mining operations in in Kazakhstan, and and next in in line would be the high grade Athabasca deposits. So um, they're all obviously the lowest cost curve, and once you get beyond that, uh, grade drops off significantly. Um, You know, uh, probably the other advantage Canada has is uh, political uh, risk is is minimal. You know, I mean you've got a government that supports it. Uh, I think everybody understands what. You know, I mean, yeah. Canada is a first world mining uh, centre and, and really nobody's enemy. So, right. you know, I think we're, we're a friendly environment to be able to export Uranium. So do you think,
0: okay, apart from grade, what was it massive factor. Grade is king, hear that it every, is. Every, every single okay. conversation I have. Yeah. Um, what are the other inhibitors? You're saying, obviously you're saying jurisdictional, potentially there's some risk, but you know, I think Namibian players would go, we're very friendly, e- well, even the, the Niger, very friendly, but what were your concerns? Why why have you stuck with the Athabasca Basin? Uh,
1: well, again, I, I, it hasn't come to fruition, but you, you never know. on the U.S. side too, what, what mm. restrictions may come down the road? You know, this was all part of uh, Section 232, and the you know yeah. the, the the 90 days, the 90 days, and 90 days. They're still reviewing. You know, who they will do business with and mm. who they won't. And I think the the canadian doors will always stay open to the yeah. us no matter what right you may you know who knows what what restrictions may happen in other major producing locations um you know cuz it's also involved with who those countries deal with you yeah. know who who are they partnering with um you know are they restricted uh, countries as well but so canada's in a in a pretty good situation at least uh uh, in relative to, to the United States.
0: So if you're investing, you're investing in Canada. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Okay, fine. Um, Now, you mentioned earlier, you're going to rein back the exploration component. Very much. Because you've got to watch the pennies right now. Okay, Correct. Or the cents right now. Um, You do have this thing called Fission 3 yes. out there, which yes. I know you're on the board of. Yes. What you, what's your title? Uh, I'm a,
1: a COO and COO I'm a director yeah. as well. Okay,
0: okay. So you've got that. That's kind of your, I think it was really set up as a kind of spin out exploration arm. Is that is that right. roughly what it was? It pretty much is, yeah. Right, okay. And um, the. Because we we were looking at that as as well before, yeah. before we met up met up today. Obviously, they're going to have their own sets of problems. Are you going through the same mentality with Fusion 3.0 at the moment? Because obviously, their cash position is very very different. <coughs> what they're trying to achieve is very very different. Yeah, the timelines are very very different. So in a way, can you hunker down a lot more easily with them?
1: Yeah, a whole lot lot easier. You know, an expiration play, you just either spend money or you don't. Right. You know, I mean, it's a it's pretty simple and straightforward. If you're exploring, hopefully, you'll, you'll make a discovery and, you know, that changes your life overnight, right, with a right. uh, major discovery. Um, yeah, and we did, in Fission 3, we had a, a pretty active 2019. We were exploring several mm. projects and were able to advance uh, some of them what I think are excellent targets at, mm. the, at the next level. So those are things that we'll do, you know, going forward in 2020. But, yeah, you can cut the, the spending off on an exploration uh, project.
0: Okay. So I was just asking, because you know, is there any kind of liability or, or obligation on Fission to support Fission 3.0? And I guess from what no. you said, it doesn't really matter.
1: No. Yeah. Not not in the case of, of, of that. You know, yeah. I, I'd say that there is obligation on, on the Fission side for the for the Patterson Lake property, the PLS property itself. You know, it, it's, it needs to remain a secured yeah. uh, project. We do have inventory on, on site, you know, so it, you know there is some ob- ongoing obligations in there that you wouldn't ever see in an expiration project,
0: right? And so you know, and with regards to some of the things that you're doing, at fishing uh, uranium, fishing yeah. uranium, you, like I say, there's some things you've got to do, yes. you're obliged to do. Yes. You, you're spending the money, but it's not having any effect whatsoever in terms of people's perception in the market. Okay, maybe in a normal environment those things might work, but they're not right. having an effect at the moment. So is the reality for investors in Uranium companies, not just fishing, mm-hmm. this price discovery is the only thing which is going to change the fortunes of some companies.
1: I think we all need to see a, 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 you know, an increase in the price of Uranium. There isn't any Uranium company out there that, that isn't suffering for this, the same reason. We do all need to see a turnaround. We think it's happening and you know, it's been slow. I mean, the price of Uranium, although still too low, it, it's about 50% uh, higher than, than its lows uh, you know, a year or two ago, mm. right? At $18, now it's $26. Um, yeah. it's, it's moving in the right direction. It hasn't had the significant change yet that we think is, is coming. Um, I think everybody's hunkering down in this, in this sector. I mean, uh, they're It's really, also, also
0: gone really quiet. Yes. There's not a lot of conversation yeah. from any of the uranium companies, yeah. CEOs, yeah. or fund managers who were very vocal pre-232, well, very yeah. vocal pre uh, the Symposium in London, yeah. the uh, Nashville, etc, yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think now it's a case of well, literally waiting to see what's going to happen, right?
1: It, it kind of is. You know, I mean, Section 232 was a non-event, essentially, you know. Um, yeah, did, you, we, did you think it should have been?
0: Did we, yeah. wh-
1: who knows what, what it could happen, but I, I always sort of thought it would be a non-event anyways, you right. know. I, Know what it was? Uh, you know what, what was really going to change there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, anyways, uh, you know I, it has gone quiet. There's there's no question about it. And yet we also know that the demand side is growing. You know we we see it in in China. We see it in. Uh, in the Middle East, we see it uh, all over the place. Reactors, you know, the nuclear sector is a growth industry. Mm. Um, your, your reactors are being built. There's more operating now than at any time. Uh, certainly, uh, the numbers are higher now than they were pre-Fukushima. So, and that was 2011. Uh, it's it's actually a, a growth sector. It's mm. just not reflected yet in in the price of the commodities. So. The suppliers haven't caught up yet to the, you know, to the growth story, but that will change, yeah. you know, at some point. And this is where everybody gets, you know, tripped up because they're trying to call that, um, you know, that that change around time. And when it does change, it happens very, very quickly.
0: We shall see.
1: Uh, well, if history is a, uh, you know, any kind of a teacher, we we see that turnaround very quickly in the uranium side. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I
0: mean, I think the infrastructure build up has been billions and billions of dollars all around the world, from large reactors, small reactors, yeah. refurbed reactors. Um, th- there's clearly an, a need for it. It's a question of you know where can companies figure out where they, f- which cycle they fit into, where they fit into that cycle, you know, and how they how they get into the marketplace. Um, but yeah, exciting times. Ross, appreciate your time today. Yeah. That was really honest insight. We appreciate, I'm saying a little bit about how you're thinking about this. It, it is tough at the moment for everyone, yeah. but you, know, you seem to be well, making all the right moves. Well,
1: we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're trying. You know, we know we've got the project that merits it, so we're, we're trying to manage that, uh, that cycle as best we can.
0: Beautiful, thanks thank for your time again. Thank
1: you very much.